1: Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Over the past few months, we've talked about how to think about three of the big four arithmetic operations – addition, subtraction, and multiplication – which, perhaps not surprisingly, means that a conversation about division is on tap for today. Now, a lot of people kind of despise division because they think it's hard. This perception isn't actually wrong. It usually is harder to do than the other arithmetic operations. And the truth is that once you know how to do long division by hand, you may as well use a calculator for the rest of your life. Except in those increasingly rare occasions in which you don't happen to have one in your pocket. So if you, like so many other people, don't have warm and fuzzy, super fond memories of division, rest assured that today we're not talking about the mechanics of doing long division. Instead, we have the more noble goal of attaining a new vision for division, by which I mean we're going to talk about the underlying meaning of division. So how should you think about division? Great question. Let's think about it. To begin with, let's think about what we are really doing when we divide one number by another. And as we've done with the other arithmetic processes, let's think about all of this in terms of manipulating stacks of blocks. First of all, we know that we can think of a problem like 3 times 5 equals 15 as being represented by a grid of 15 blocks arranged into an array that's 3 blocks high by 5 blocks wide. We've talked about how we can think about this as stretching the row of five blocks until it's three times its original height. Thus, we can view multiplication as a process that scales or stretches a number. So why are we reviewing multiplication in a discussion about division? Because the two processes are intimately related. In fact, they're what we call inverse processes. And that means that in the same way that subtraction undoes addition, Division undoes multiplication. In other words, we can think of division as a process that scales down or compresses a number until it's some other number of times smaller. For example, we can think of the problem 15 divided by 3 visually as a process that takes a grid of 3 rows of 5 blocks and compresses it until it's squished down to 1 row of 5 blocks which means that 15 divided by 3 is, of course, equal to 5. No surprise, but it is a great way to think about the meaning of division. By the way, if you'd like to see a picture of this or any of the other processes I describe, check out the web article version of this podcast. That's at quickanddirtytips.com math mathdude.
0: Start your electric journey right here, right now.
1: Alright, let's now extend this idea to variables. The good news is that nothing really changes. For example, let's think about the problem x times y divided by x. We can picture the numerator of this expression, x times y, as a rectangle whose area is x times y. That is, we've taken the length y and stretched it until it is x times taller. But now the question is, what happens when we divide this by the variable x? Well, it's basically the same as when we divided 3 times 5 by 3. We just compress the rectangle by the amount we divide by. So in this case, we're compressing x times y by an amount given by the value of x, which means that we undo the stretching that the multiplication originally did. And the answer to the problem x times y divided by x is therefore simply y. Again, I know this is a fairly obvious result, but the real point is that we now have a nice way to visualize what we're doing when we do division. With that idea now firmly tucked away in our mathematical tool belts, it's time for me to let you in on a big secret about division. It's pretty much the same as multiplication. What do I mean? Well, this might sound kind of counterintuitive, but I mean that stretching and compressing in other words, multiplication and division are actually one and the same process, in the sense that each of these things can be turned into the other. To see what I mean, let's take a look again at the problem 15 divided by 3 equals 5. But instead, let's think about the problem as 15 times 1 third is equal to 5. These two problems are really one and the same. In our way of thinking about the world, the problem 15 divided by 3 is asking you to figure out how many blocks you'll have left after compressing a 3 by 5 array of blocks into a stack that's 3 times smaller than it was to begin with. What about 15 times 1 How How is that the same? Well, as we've seen, when we multiply one number by some other number, we're scaling that first number to be some number of times bigger. And when we multiply some number by a fractional number like one-third, we are again scaling the first number to be some number of times, one-third in this case, smaller than its original size. So scaling by one-third has exactly the same effect as compressing the number until it's three times smaller. Obvious, yes, but a powerful idea, too. Of course, not only does this concept help us deal with problems containing numbers— It also helps us with problems containing variables. For example, let's take another look at the division problem we solved earlier, x times y divided by x. But this time, let's turn the division problem into the exactly analogous problem of multiplying by a fraction. That means that instead of dividing by x, we need to multiply by 1 over x. In other words, we scale the value of x times y until it is 1 over x times as large as it was at the outset. The answer is the same. This connection between division and multiplication is one of the reasons that we often use the diagonal slash symbol to indicate division instead of the classic division symbol we used in elementary school that has a straight line with a dot above and below it. After all, the diagonal slash symbol is also used to separate the numerator and denominator of a fraction. So this notation makes the connection between fractions and division that we've discovered obvious. And most importantly, this connection gives us a great way to think about the true underlying meaning of division. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. For more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. Also, be sure to check out the catalog of the other 279 Math Dude episodes. They're all great, if I do say so myself. And they're all available at quickanddirtytips.com slash mathdude or through your favorite podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to the show to make sure you never miss a new episode. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans.
0: Start your electric journey right here, right now.